She said she had sex in a freaking zoo and some oh, yeah. animal licked her <laughs> while it was going on. I was like, this does not sound right to me, but That's okay. funny though. Hey y'all, it's episode three. I'm here with Cody and we have to talk about Marlo's new home. What do you think about it? I think it's exciting to see her building a house. I know a lot of people think Marlo's very tacky, but I kind of enjoy her style and I'm excited to see what a home of her own will look like. And does it speak to like the checks that she's getting now that she's a peach holder, that she can build her own place? It. I think it does speak to the check that she's getting now as a peach holder, as well as her realizing that being an official member of the cast, it comes with a certain level of like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And it was cool for her to be in her fully paid for townhouse for all these years because no one really filmed there. It was like a one-off thing. Now they're probably, they're going to be in her home all the time and she doesn't want to be the girl in the townhouse when people, when we're seeing Sheree's beautiful chateau and Candy's mansion and everything. Yeah, I guess. Plus, I mean, she it, has the kids now, so it Yeah, makes the sense. kids are with her to stay and I'm pretty <clears throat> sure they still share a room in the, in the townhouse. So that's kind of, crap especially in your teenage years yeah um what was i also gonna say oh and it gives her another storyline right yeah we've seen it in the past building a house is a big storyline mm-hmm. um i will say that i do love her modern built it's really cute um i don't understand the floor plan but that's just marlo that's just how eccentric she is yeah there's like what three or four freaking closets and they're yep. all like over 500 square feet <laughs> It's as big as this house that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, and it's going to be fabulous. That much I am sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I just think it's so crazy that she thinks all she needs in her bedroom is a bed. I mean, I'm a big What fa- else do you need? I'm a big fan of a big bedroom. I like to have a big bed, and I like to have a lot of space in my bedroom. Because in my bedroom, it's like a sanctuary. I like to run around. I like to dance in front of the mirror. I want a big bedroom. Yeah, some space, but you don't need anything else. A bed and some space. For me, a bed and a lot of space. (laughs) But um, I love that she brought over the girls, Sheree and Kenya, because they've both had building a house as their storyline for many years. Yeah. Sheree has had maybe 50 contractors, and Kenya is really good at whatever she's doing where houses are concerned, because she did a modern build. It was put... It was done really quickly, even though it wasn't like from the ground up or whatever, but... Yeah, it was done quick. She she knows what she's doing. Kenya is the bootleg contractor of the episode, as they've dubbed her, <laughs> because she was asking the contractor questions. She's like giving her stamp of approval. I f- I'm like, is it... I feel like it's something she enjoys, but then also she used to talk the exact same way about filming stuff. Remember when she first got on the show? <laughs> I have a production company. I can do this for this amount, and you just do this, this, and that. She came in with the same energy. I, I think she's a decent um, production person, like producer. Uh, some of the things she's produced, I thought they were cute. You did not like that thing she produced a couple of years back for the um, domestic violence. You thought it was... Oh, that was corny. Corny, yeah. But a lot of those often are, so whatever. Yeah. They went to New Jersey and she had a lot to say about Candy and Todd's, well, mostly Todd's, condo in Jersey. She thinks... But $100,000 would be a, a fair fee to to redo the apartment. I mean, for what she wanted to do, yeah, it would have to be $100,000. An elevator? 000. Like, really? In yeah, that I was like, little apartment? No. Just to go up to the 
roof. There's not much else up there. Yeah, um, I think I would probably just redo the apartment, rent it out, and keep staying at hotels in New York if I were Candy and Todd. Yeah, I would just rent it out. I don't want to be living... I, I don't want to have to stay outside the city, especially if you're going to New York. It's like, you don't really live there, so what? You're going to, like, go have a night on the town and then have to drive out to New Jersey to get home? Yeah, it to seems sleep? quite no. annoying. Um, so... Candy, before they go to New York, sent everyone... I don't understand the gift, to be honest. She sent everyone a little candy-coated night gift. It was a vibrating panty. Mm -hmm. Someone can control the remote. They seem very popular online. But I don't understand the motivation behind sending the gift because they're coming to New York to see her play about, you know, thoughts of a colored man. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything. Maybe that's why the girls didn't receive it well. Either that or they're just getting sick of her sex stuff. I think they... Like, it's not shocking anymore, so they're just like, oh, God. Yeah. Before it was like, ah, but now it's just like, that's candy. We've seen this thing a hundred thousand times. How many times can you do the dungeon over? Yeah, Kenya was not here for it at all. I'm, <clears throat> I don't know exactly why it perplexed her so much, but... She didn't like it. Maybe because um, she's single. You know, that probably <laughs> is it. Marla didn't like it either, but I thought it was perfectly fine. For people like um, Sonia and Drew, they're like, ooh, I'm not used to this, so ooh, fun, exciting. Right, yeah. But for the older girls, they're like, okay, Candy, really? Yeah, Is this yeah. necessary? Yeah. It's we... a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> this naked woman rolling up to their house. That's what I was thinking, too, um, when Sonia opened the door. Like, she has kids and stuff. Right, and Drew has kids as well. Just like swing the door open and be like, oh, hello. Her titties were out. By the way, the, those people, the guy is Candy's cousin and the, the girl is Can, the, her is fiance or wife now, I believe. Damn. They're on that show that she has. Oh, Candy, Candy and, and the, the gang. gang. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So when they get to New Jersey or New York, wherever they were at this point, they were all telling their most exciting or risque sex stories yeah. to see who would get the best room. Now, a few stories were told. Marlo made one up. They clocked her immediately. What was Marlo's again? She said she had sex in a freaking zoo and some oh, yeah. animal licked her <laughs> while it was going on. I was like, this does not sound right to me, but That's okay. funny, though. Yeah. Um, but Kenya, she won the sex story. That was wild. Even though Candy thought she made it up. I don't think it was real. She said she was having sex with someone who was into hunting, <laughs> and they shot a coyote, but it didn't die, so it was just like walking away, trailing blood, so they're following the trail of blood. And then that turned them on, and they're they They're like, said, you got turned on by the coyote blood? I don't know. Some people get turned on by death. Some people get turned on by danger. They so... got to this clearing and decided to have sex there? Yeah, and, and then, then heard the coyote, and then the, oh, let's keep following it. Ridiculous! Like, did, did you finish? <laughs> That's my question. Kenya doesn't strike me as somebody that has risque sex. Really? Yeah. I think for when Kenya's in love, like in the honeymoon stage, I feel like she'll try anything, and because she's in that like euphoric state and just like excited about it. Yeah, maybe, but she would never talk about it. Well, Maybe that's why I think she doesn't do it, because she would never talk about intimate details of, of anything that happened, you know? True. She she doesn't strike me as that type of girl either, and she hasn't done it in the past. But let's talk about 
Drew and her husband because they seem to be like the hot topic of every episode so far. At least the most interesting people in the episodes for me. Because their marriage is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> and I love in front to, of us. I, it's not, I don't want to say I love to see it, but it's so interesting to look at. Mm. Um, you know, um, Drew and her husband, they have their marriage counseling session with Dr. Ken. And my initial thought about Dr. Ken is he's a quack. What do you think of him? Because I just don't feel like he is impartial. I don't feel like he is good at his job. <laughs> I don't know. Is he the same guy who's on there all the time? <clears throat> no. I've never seen this one before. Normally, it's that um, black lady with the short hair that does the marriage counseling. She did it a lot. Yeah, but remember Portia, Portia was going to... A, was it Portia? Somebody was going to a man's house. A man's house. Po- Portia had several people. She had the, ang- the anger management guy, which was a stockier guy. She had the marriage counseling guy, woman. Anyways, I was trying to figure out if we had if he was like a TV doctor that we'd seen before. I no. mean, I'm sure he's a TV doctor if he's on Atlanta. But I was trying to figure out if we had seen him on Atlanta before. And then they said he caught a flight to come in. I don't know where he's from. So I was like... But mm. all I know is when he came in, he was a little too chummy chummy. And it's all it's good to be pleasant to your patients and whatnot. But I felt a weird energy from him. And then... The way he talked to them. The, first of all, the fact that he told her that... I don't remember what he said to her, but he called him a maniac in one of the sessions. I'm like, yeah. that alone is like, even if he is a maniac, I don't know if it's... That's the way to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if my therapist called me a maniac, I'd be like, okay, so I have problems, but I don't appreciate you talking to me that way. <laughs> I thought I thought it was weird how he seemed to <clears throat> side with uh, Ralph. That too. He At what point like, he seemed like a little too defensive of Ralph, but then I guess if you are the therapist, you can't. You have to try to keep both people on your side. If Ralph feels like he is so pro uh, Drew, mm-hmm. then it would kind of not work. So he's probably trying to play the field. But I was like, some of the things he was saying, I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. I didn't. I, I don't feel like a lot of things he said. I would tolerate because I personally am in therapy at the moment. And because of the relationship I have with my therapist and how we communicate, I just find it jarring watching how he communicates with them because she would never tell like, tell me like, Oh, you're being crazy. You're being attacked. You're attacking this You're. It's like, she allows you to come to the conclusion of how you're behaving. Mm-hmm. And then once you get this, like, Okay, good. So you realize what you're doing. Let's try to figure out how you can, you know, remedy right. that. It's not like telling you to your face, you're trash and you need to do this and that to be not trash. Yeah, I also thought it this whole, uh, what he left, the homework he left them with, with this 30-day challenge was also weird. It was He's weird. like, you, you have to do everything. Something like, you have to do everything that this person wants to make them happy that was the gist of it but i guess like don't fight don't do all these things for 30 days and if one person breaks it then they have to do something that the other person wants and he's four hours and he suggested like oh if drew starts a fight then she can have you can make her have sex with you five times a day in a, in a day as like, like the reward i'm like i i felt very icky when you said that yeah it seems so First of all, superficial, and also, if she broke it and, like, say, started an argument with him, 
why would she go and want to have sex, sex with him? I'm like, so then she's just having sex that she doesn't want to have? It mm. was. And then when he breaks it, her thing is, oh, watch the kids. It was very, like, stereotypical. Gender roles uh, and weird. I yeah. didn't like it. <clears throat> but what I did like is Kenya coming to Drew's defense at that dinner. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, Kenya is seeing something and she's saying something and I appreciate this. Because a lot of the girls are thinking the same thing, but no one's really saying it. They're just like, but don't you think that's weird? But Kenya's like, no, Ralph, what you're doing reminds me that of Mark and I off. don't like it. That would piss me off if you did it. And it's so jarring because... I mean, they are in a public place, whatever. All the friends are around. But the respect that he shows Kenya... Mm -hmm. I mean, she is very assertive and, like, definitely, you know... if you recall, it's just like when they did the flashback when um, Mark used to, like, talk to Kenya that way. And Kenya wouldn't fight back. She wouldn't fight back. But whenever Nini was around and the way Mark would regard Nini and, like, oh, she's on a different level and be so respectful and tame, it'd be like, but Kenya is just as assertive as Nini. Yeah. And Mark would never dare talk to Nini in a certain tone. But Kenya wasn't like it that in the relationship. Right. And that's a good point as well, because the girl Kenya did mention to Drew, well, you are very different with us because you don't let anything go and you can defend yourself. You mm-hmm. can speak up for yourself, but you're allowing this man to treat you like shit. It's like mirror image of Kenya's situation. It is. Yeah. And it also kind of makes me feel like the where Kenya ended up with her relationship is where they're headed as well. I mean, yeah. It doesn't look very good for them, The way what we see on camera for sure. It was weird. Um, and he keeps backpedaling, sidepedaling, but never going forward. It was like, yeah, yeah, but, 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 but. There's always a but. I know. I, w- I would get so annoyed trying to talk to him because he talks in circles. He makes me dizzy. Because he doesn't, he doesn't really have a, a point. Like, he knows that his point isn't defendable. But he still so tries. So it's very hard for him to <laughs> defend it, you know? And she was right at the dinner table. She's like, but you're not even admitting to the wrongdoing. All he's, all he just keeps going with is like, but you're not getting over it. And I fixed the, like, I fixed the, she's not, she doesn't work for me anymore, but you're still on. It's like, but you never even thought what happened in the first place was wrong. You were mad about having to fire her for, you fight, you fired her and still talk to her after all that sort of stuff. So it's like, where's the accountability? Like, you you just think I'm crazy. And Kenya's like, no. She's, well, the whole table was like, she's not crazy. You were fully, like, flirting with this woman who worked for you. And when of course she's going to be upset about him, it. He's like, let's change the topic. And it's like, no. You need to be accountable and answer these questions. Yeah, I want to hear what Todd has to say. It's like, no. Uh, Kenya's not finished talking to you. Yeah. And, respond to the thing that she and said. And I like that none of the men were like jumping to his defense like, oh, it's okay, though, da, da, da. Because he, he's really not defendable at this point. It's really hard. Even when they're alone together as men, they can't even, they have to joke about it. They just laugh because it's like, you're dumb. Like, just, you're an idiot. Just messing up your relationship. 
And, and if then, any of them were to ever defend him, it, it would go back into their bedrooms and their wives would be like... You thought you that s- was okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then Messy Candy brings up the uh, <laughs> brings up Drew's assistant who I... made the gay comment. So now, I guess next episode, we're going to see Ralph. Well, we saw it a bit. He was shocked. Oh, yeah, because I don't know why Drew didn't tell him. And this whole thing about, oh, we run our household like a Fortune 500 company and we have... They have, what, five assistants? People go on probation first before you fire them. First of all, beautiful home. Yeah. But five assistants? Girl. I know. I'm like, what is she doing? And probation after you've been told that somebody told other people that your husband's gay. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, that's just grounds for termination right away. And second of all, why didn't you not tell your husband he's there at home working and being around Anthony every day, not knowing what Anthony has these thoughts about him? Talking shit and, behind his back. Right. Literally. And I love that Shuri had the receipts. Because <laughs> now <gasps> that this You don't is, have proof? Drew's like, oh, but I don't have proof of that happening. Oh, well, I do. Here. There, was, there were pictures, there were texts, and I said, perfect. And now the cat's out of the bag. Now, what will, what are you going to do with Anthony? Like, is it going to be a second stage of probation where you don't pay him and he stays home because he's on probation, but he's still working there? I think you have to let go of Anthony. You have to. She seems like such a hypocrite, even though she's she's obviously not flirting with Anthony and it's not exactly the same. It's like, I was uncomfortable with you having this assistant for these reasons and you let her go. Now he's going to be uncomfortable with you having this assistant for completely different reasons. You can't keep him around. No. Oh, my assistant thinks you're gay, but we're just going to keep him around. Yeah. And he, he's going around telling other people that you're gay. Both of them have toxic assistants. Like, like basically <laughs> slander, slandering her marriage. I swear. When Sheree said you're a ditzy bitch, she didn't lie. No, she really didn't. But yeah, that was the episode overall. Get a backbone, girl. Th- you see the meme online with the girl in the car is like, "Stand up, <laughs> yes. stand up, stand up." That's basically yes. that's um, what Drew needs. That kind of pep talk. She needs it. Poor thing. She only has energy for charade. It seems. Jesus, say it with your chest. But then I don't. I mean, you've been. We've all been in those situations where it's like you don't want to fight because then that just makes the fight worse because obviously he's not backing down off his point no and i feel like drew is also one of those women who are so traditionalist where they feel like when i marry you it is forever and i divorce is not an option for yeah me. she's really trying to make it work because didn't he already have a cheating scandal oh, or yes. is this the one no he had one before when he yeah. went to tampa for like a week and didn't t- tell her where he was or who he was with we still don't know where he was and who he was with up to this day and they're right now not even sleeping in the same bed it's wild i don't get it but drew good luck to you boo uh this episode all in all was really cute it, was, it felt short it did but it was it felt effective at the same time. But I, I like that. When they're short, that means we're moving through it. Yeah, I liked it. Overall, I liked it. And I can't wait to talk about next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.